Call to computer. What Hello. That? How are you? Hi, I'm Dale. Good. Uh, if you don't know, try speaking Welsh there. Um, <laughs> yeah. Second episode. How's your week been? Yeah. Full of coffee. Um, what else have I done? Coffee. Chat shit on my stories. Coke Zero Cherry from Aldi on Saturday. If anyone's watching this, do we put this video? Do we put that on video? No, we don't. Do I didn't. We? I didn't put the last one on YouTube. No, uh, so I will do. I'll upload this and the last one today. Yeah. So I'm waving about a Coke Zero can for probably fuck all like. But what about you, my mate? Been all right, you know. Um, went to the gym a few times. Obviously, since my injury, I've been quite reluctant, um, cautious. Um, but yeah, been been a couple of times. Going to go again this afternoon. Um, but yeah, it's been quite a quite a steady week. If you like, what's um, the worst thing you've seen in the gym this week? Sit down. What's the worst thing you've seen in the gym this week? Um, do you know what? Couples who train together when the when the the fella has no clue what he's talking about, but he wants to play the big boy. Um, I'm going straight so in. I've got a good story on this, but I'll let you go first. So, um, there was a couple training. I, I get, I get, I'm presuming they're a couple. It might just be brother and sister. Um, it might just be friends, whatever. But there was a male and female training together. Um, and I hope to God that the, the male was not qualified because it would be a problem. Um, the way he was coaching it and the, what he was telling her to do was uh, she was doing RDLs, she was doing fucking pull-ups, she was doing what he did. Um, but it wasn't the fact of she was doing the same as him. It was the way he was making her do them. Um, just the coaching cues. And I, I get it's a bit different going with a friend and stuff like, but yeah, at what point do you step in? Be like, excuse me, that that's massively wrong. Um, the other one was um, T-Barrows, but with a narrow grip. And the the travel was, the, there was no like travel. Sit down. Like a neutral grip. Yeah, but you know, like um, if you do lat like, pull down with the yeah, uh, grip, yeah, yeah, the V V bar, if you like. So for anyone who doesn't know, should we get into the science? So yeah, why not? A pronated grip is when your palm is facing down. A supinated grip is when your palm is facing up. Get on, get, get, is it wrong? Get on, get on YouTube. I'm not wrong. No, uh, that's right. Then, but how do, how do you remember the the grips? Like, sorry, so a neutral grip. So imagine you got palms up, which is pronated. No, palms down, pronated. Palms up, supinated. And you could say semi-supinated, couldn't you? Where the palms are at your side. But that's a neutral grip. Um, so for anyone who wants to know why that shit on the T-bar row is because you are limiting your arm path and you're not going to have a full retraction or pro- well. You would you get a full protraction, you wouldn't get a full retraction of your scapula, therefore your trapezius muscles wouldn't be going through a full range of motion. So the movement is shit. What would uh, Aaron Paul say? Science bitch. Say it again. What would Aaron Paul say in Breaking Bad or Jesse? What's he called? Is that his name in it? Aaron Paul's a real yeah, Jesse. Bit, mate. Jesse's a science bitch. So yeah, a bit of knowledge for you all. Probably have like, no yeah. idea what um, but, but the moral of the story is. Don't do T-bar rows or neutral grip. In no, fact, the, the, the moral of the story is what I was getting at is just because, and this is something that really is bugging me at the moment, just because your friend 
or someone goes to the gym doesn't mean that they know what they're doing. The amount of people I've spoke to definitely over the last few months where people have come forward to me and said, oh, fuck now, I need help with this, but my friend is doing my nutrition or my friend is doing my coach for me. But my, like, yes, I get that you've got loyalty to your friends, but on the other side, if your, if your friend is clueless, and this is going back to swimming clubs and stuff as well, they can take you to a certain level. That level is probably where the furthest they've ever been. Yeah. When it comes to going further, they have no answers because they don't know. Um, and that is my issue with it. That a, a person can take you to a certain point, like, and a friend, family member, stuff like that, they're not an expert in that field. So, do you know what I mean, if, if a friend was, if, if a friend was someone who watches fucking plumbing shows, doesn't mean that they know how to fucking plumb. I mean, you'd still go to an expert, same with the electrician, you'd go to an expert electrician just because fucking your partner has, has seen fucking someone on TV rewire a plug once, doesn't mean that makes them an electrician. And it's the same with the gym. And I think at the moment in, in the fitness industry, we're in, a, we're in a bit of a thing with it, is that anyone and anyone can put anything. And I've, I've already said I've got an issue with people on TikTok, people who are in great shape, get pushed up, and they are spouting shit. Okay. And, they get, and it's because they, the majority aren't even qualified. They, they, uh, what's the right word of describing them? They're um, passionate fitness people who have found a way in the gym, but then started reeling off facts, which they think which aren't really facts. Um, yeah. So yeah, other than that, I've had a pretty quite quite weak mate. How's your training that going? So anyone who's not watching uh, the video, you will see that Troy is uh, Troy has a black eye. Or a little, ah. little pot blood vessel, is it? Yeah. So I got knocked in the face uh, twice in jiu-jitsu. Um, jiu-jitsu's going well, man. I love jiu-jitsu. Like, definitely reignited the fire. Um, yeah. Anyone in any walk of life, whatever training you do, you do go through peaks and troughs. But this is where when they gave myself not a shameless plug when you made the tougher stuff you just carry on going and you keep turning up yeah i put my sessions down to two a week um i used to do four put down to two uh because we have got to be clever about it uh recovery i what happened in a diet so i needed to recover obviously there's a high injury rate in jiu-jitsu as it is so when you're dieted state you're going to be even worse but no i all good my gym going well uh the three happiest places for me are the gym the mats and the mountains um so as long as i'm there every well i pretty much do every day apart from mountains now i'm happy um talking of jits as well um congratulations to fion first ever british oh shit oh we forgot about the adcc that we both spent hours watching i don't know how that slipped up no i think I, I didn't really want to go into it straight away. Um, but yeah. It's hard on it. Fucking, if, if anyone is listening, I very much doubt it's jiu jitsu. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But like, but, like, but if you're Welsh and you're listening, then all you need to know is that probably the best female grappler uh, in the world at her weight, would you say? Or even at her weight at the minute is Fionn Davis. Currently, her, definitely. Swansea speaks Welsh, very passionate about Wales. Putting uh, Wales on the map. Yeah, I mean, we had Ashley Williams as well, um, who competed, um, was very unfortunate in his fight. Did he lose 2 0? 
lost 2-0, yeah. Um, yeah see, but, that's, that's a levels of that standard, though, isn't it, mate? 2-0, what's that? A fucking sweep. Like, just one sweep. Take down. Oh, I'll pass us three. It could be. Uh, take down, two, isn't it? Oh, yeah, take down as well, too. It was like when Nicky Rod beat uh, Penner, like you say it, mate. Like it was, it was a guard pass. Yeah. Fuck all happened in the whole match for what ten minutes. He just passed God once, yeah. and that was it, like the point. That's what jujitsu is like. That like, people think are yeah. oh, if the un- untrained eye, yeah, it might look boring, um, especially gi. If you watch like the no gi, it's a bit more exciting, but it's it sometimes it's fucking quite hard to tell what's going on. There's um, there's a lot of Brits on that map now. Yeah, mate. That, yeah, that's, that's how you say it, mate. Owen Flanagan. That was him. He was fucking mustard. He was he's Sam really McAnally good. as well. He was unreal. All the Brits did well. Apart, well, I think Owen Lives. He he was up against a really tough opponent, wasn't he? Um, I missed his fight. You know, it, 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 it was just a case of when they eventually got to the floor and he got on his back. He just struggled to get back up. But he, I'm sure he fought. Does it dart? I'm sure he fought the winner. I'm sure he did that. Does it Darte? We say it, Kane and Darte. Not sure. I don't know. He definitely fought the winner. But as much as I like jujitsu, mate, I do feel like if anyone's listening to this, they would have switched off by now. No, they don't. they don't because they know there's there's so much nuggets coming up. So, no, um, okay. but yeah, did you see last night a 17 year old lad got signed for the UFC? Who? Um, don't know his name. Uh, he was on the Dana White Contender Series last night and he uh, won himself a UFC contract at the age of 17. I, I personally disagree with that. I reckon that's what him. Of course he would. The choice, really. But I, I would personally disagree with it. I don't think until he's 18 he should be allowed. Yeah, but what weight is he? Uh, 155. Imagine if he was, let's say, fucking Ngarni's weight, like and he's fighting people, an adult of that weight. He'd fucking die. Which is one fifty five. No way. Yeah, if he gets hit by a twenty five year old, mate, he's because you know we okay. They might be the same weight, but we all know that twenty five year old is going to is stronger than a seventeen year old, no matter what. Yeah. Man strength. Yeah. It's like when you're rolling jujitsu against the lads who are like 30, 35, mate. They've got that extra fucking. They might be as fast, but they've got that extra bit of strength, and you can't fucking move. One forty five, I think, was bantam weights. One for no, it's so bantam would be one three five. Sorry. Fucking well, yeah, it's hard, mate. It's, it's hard. What do you do if he's beating men in, in the contender series? And yeah, fair enough, but I do think that is a bit. But only a couple of years ago, he's fighting against one of the lads from Liverpool, a young lad who's just turned 16 now, 16, 17 now. So, um, yeah, madness. Uh, I kind of have to disagree with it. I don't think until he's 18, he should be allowed a contract. Uh, what happens if there's severe injury happens there? Do you know I mean, he's not even 18 yet. Um, How would they might be okay be put with putting a 17 year old in the fucking ring? Hmm. Um, that's it. Is an octagon, should I say? Congratulations! Uh, I'm not bitter at all. <laughs> fucking fair play. Um, oh, the reason I was on that topic um, because something came up this week. Um, I seen a couple. Of, so about three months ago, three four months ago, just before the summer, I got a message of someone, um, and then I saw a status on Facebook yesterday. It wasn't. It was Friday. Friday, I think it was. Uh, a woman um, had had a letter from the school about children, her child being obese. Okay. Oh, uh, no. I think I've seen this, but I don't know the ins and outs of it. Okay. So, basically, the NHS go around the school and did BMI tests on kids. 
the then they put letters home. Uh, apparently, that the, the kid is currently obese um, for the parents to try and help out, sort of thing. Um, what what's your standpoint on it? Do you think that first of all should um, people be having letters home? Because I can kind of see we didn't have any letters home when we were in school. Um, I've got my opinion on it. I've got a really strong opinion on it. Um, but yeah, what, what do you think? Or do you want me to go first? Are you a bit like, oh, I don't want to get involved? Can you up a little bit more, just like put a bit, bit more of a statement on it? Um, so just like break it down then. So, kid... so basically, the, the kids have been weighed in school and measured and all that. And As it's normal procedure? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, no, I don't know. I don't know. I think it's... I, How old are they? Well, they're in high school. Right, that's an old procedure then, mate. I've never, I never got a fucking weight in high school. No. Um, I was in high school as well, by the way. Very fat. Both. Yeah, it was... The the kids are in high school, so I don't know where it's come from. Is it just the, the teachers, like sports teachers or something? Or is it actual uh, NHS people coming in and doing fucking... I I I'd probably go with that. It's the sports teacher pushing forward. See, like, I don't think I've got enough info to give like a proper opinion on it, but it does sound a bit. I don't know. It is hard. It's hard. Like if this kid, if, if well, if the kid's listening, um, hopefully not. <laughs> um, it's hard because. At what age do you intervene? Like, if he was 30, then, like, yeah, fair enough. Like, you're 30 years old, mate. Like, something needs fucking sorting out. You're an adult. But he's a kid. And then you have to look what at... What age is this fucking kid? Why is he potentially overweight? Like, So this is my issue with it. This so wait, like a, this, I don't know. Um, it's a I'm, really sticky situation, isn't it? So... 12 plus, all right, you're pretty much a teenager. 12 upwards, you're a teenager. 13 onwards, I mean, obviously, you're a teenager. I think there is a... I think what the schools are trying to do is encourage children to be healthy. I don't think the school are doing it with malice. But they have but, gone a bit shit way about it by weighing but, your kid instead of fucking let her home. But if... That is the facts of it, that the kid has got been to school and they weighed... Uh, if they've weighed everyone, start the year or something, that they're doing BMI and it was just a, this is how BMI works, which we never did it, but I'm just I'm just trying to put two and two together. Yeah. If there was a, a lesson in school, then, right, this is how we sort BMI. You stand on scales, we do the height, we do this, that, and the other. This is what, what we're going to work off. So... You are, all, uh, are obese, you are average, you are... Do you know what I mean? If they did it that way, I'd hand up, kind of gone, they're starting to differentiate kids in, in the class anyway. That's embarrassing for the kid. Yeah. I, two at, at what point does it become, or does it no longer become parent's responsibility? That's my question of it. I think it comes with age, that has to. I think anything below 16... I think the parents have got a responsibility. And I'm not saying that parents are at fault, but I do think that there is a responsibility there to encourage. What's it said on the letter? That's what I want to know. Like, no, I... the way going about, isn't it? Like, say, okay, this is your... They could have just said, like, oh, today we've done BMI tests. This is the results of your son's BMI. Um, 
it depends on what they've said. If they've just said your son's obese, he needs to lose weight, is that like, right? Okay, that's not probably that's probably not the best way to go about it, even though he does. Um the best way. But the second thing I'd say is how many kids do you know? And I can call them fat kids because I was a fat kid. Like, I've got there's a picture of me in year nine PE kid. I don't know why they chose me to model it. Maybe you can see my man tits. I'm like 14 years old. But how many people do you know who were fat in school and are still fat now? I yeah. I I can think of the fat all the fat kids in my head now, and not one of them's fat. Now I'm telling you. So it's like that's why I said before, like it's it's age thing. You, you I don't know if you can intervene when someone's that young, unless it is detrimental to health. But how detrimental is it to health at that age? Do you know yeah. what I mean? Now, obviously, when you're 30, then yeah, it is because you've probably had 30 years of it. You're closer to well, you should be at your peak, really. And if you're far from it, then yeah, something he's done. But if you're like a 12, 13, 14 year old kid, calling a 14 year old kid obese or fat is going to fucking ruin him. Yeah, 100%. Um, I'd be fat when I was fat, mate. I would have been fucking ruined. I'm just glad no one did. Same, mate. I've got ginger hair. Nobody took the piss of me for being ginger, which I can't believe. But that would have ruined me as well. But that's what they're doing to them. I've not got it. Yeah, I've not got it with me. Um, but either way, I think that I saw I saw something the other day and it, it it's like kind of really resonated. No, it wasn't said resonated, but it's like so many people say that they'll die for their family and they'll die for the kids and they'll die fucking whatever, but they won't stay healthy for them. They won't live active. And I read that and I was like, Ooh. first of all, that's going to upset so many people. Sit again. It's, it's, I hate bold statements like that. Like I see why people I do know, it. I, I know there's layers to it. Like there's so, like there's layers to it. Like I'm not gonna go into what like I know people who struggle with weight who are parents and stuff, and I know the reasons why they do, mate. And it's so much deeper than that. Like yeah, yeah, I know, yeah. No, I, can't, I know people who are obese who need therapy. Like they genuinely need therapy. Like they. Diets don't work. They're not going to lose weight on their own because they've got like inbuilt trauma that's From causing them. To... Yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. you can't you can't say well, that. I read like, it. Right. I read it right, and I, I was like, uh, first thing I did, first thing I did was fucking look at the comments because I was like, this is going to fucking blow off you, and it fucking kicked right off on it. That, that, but that's exactly why they do it. That's exactly why this person said that to cause a kickoff when they probably know themselves, like. They don't really mean that. If they sat down and had that conversation in person, there's no way they'd stick to their guns on that. That's outrageous. Yeah. And I read it and I was like, fuck. And then obviously um, I saw, I was on um, the the fitness news earlier um, before we got on here, just looking and it was, one of the things was about child, child obesity, that it's the highest it's ever been. And that's where it clicked back onto here. So that, right, right. Okay. So what I don't understand with that what we need looking into is like if childhood obesity, what's changed to make childhood obesity, a child obesity worse now? Because then you could argue that if obesity wasn't as bad, child obesity wasn't as bad 20 years ago, and then fast forward 20 years and it's bad, it has to be, how could it be something to do with the parents if they weren't obese themselves as a child? Because they will learn from their parents. So what's changing? As children, you probably agree, we were a lot more active. Yeah, see, that's what I mean. It's it's not. It's probably more societal things, isn't it? I mean, I I was out. I was out twenty four seven. I was the same. I didn't have like, God bless me, mum. I didn't have a time I had to come in. 
I didn't, but like I wasn't a knob. I didn't, I didn't disrespect it and come in late. But like, I remember never said, like, you have to stay in. I was yeah. always out. Yeah. But I'm still fat as well. So I don't know mm. what happened there. And you know what? Funny enough, now you've said that, I started to get gain weight when I started playing more Xbox. Honestly. So we had a thing where my dad would, so we'd obviously be in the park or we'd be in the field right by the house. Uh, and my dad would whistle. So that means first first whistle, food's ready. Yeah. If you're not in by second whistle, you're fucking not going out next morning. You know that. I mean, you need to be on by that second whistle. Yeah. Um, and it was, I think as children, we were like, I seen it as my youngest brother grew up. He would be more sedentary. He would be playing Xbox, he'd be playing fucking on PlayStation a lot more than we were as kids, like we were out and about playing footy and doing climbing trees and being dickheads and out constantly out and about. But then as I say, is that a generational thing? Like as I said once again, when we'd go for a chippy, you'd fucking drive to the chippy, you'd walk in, you'd order it, you'd stay there, you'd go back to the car, then you'd drive home. But now you don't even have to do that. Even the smallest things, like we when we used to do our food shop, you'd go to the shop to do the food shop. Now you can order that in as well. I do think it's a generational thing as well. But I also yeah. do think that the the information that is given in school is not right. I don't like, I think that it should be more done in schools to teach children around that weight fluctuation that you don't need to be obsessed with the scales. Like, like I think that they should be the seeds should be planted into like more than just being skinny or being, you know, I mean, there's more to it than one, one side or the other. And I don't think that they should yeah. be telling them you need to weigh yourself. I don't agree with that. No. I don't, it's I like, don't. they give a shit. Like, I, I know I can sit and say I was a fat kid, but I didn't fucking really care. I wouldn't, I wouldn't listen to that in school. Like, I'll be honest, that might, might be just me. I do know that, Obviously, like I, I can't speak for them because I don't understand them, but like I know girls struggle with it more, and girls would be a lot more inclined. This is probably really like overgeneralization, but would be a lot more inclined to have weight-related issues and image issues like in school. And that was when I was in school. It's probably worse now because of like Snapchat, Instagram, and stuff like that. But like for me personally, like I, lads weren't really fucking bothered about that like at that age yeah. do you know what I mean I, I keep coming back to this age thing like I think when you hit a certain age you just sort of I don't know do you know like what said, uh, the lads who in school would be the ones who let's say were overweight they'd just be fucking really good at rugby they'd be the front row yeah play to your strengths and then you'd have the taller lads then, right? You're the fucking centre. You're quick. You're strong. You're centre. And then you'd have the little, you'd have the scrawny little lads like myself who would either be on the wing or full back. You'd be like, so right? We didn't play rugby up here. Yeah, you're fucking. You're from a Tory school, aren't you? If not, but for us, it'd be the, like we'd have the same football team as we'd do with the rugby team. It'd be the same team yeah. throughout school. So. I See what the kids do at lunchtime now. Sit then. What the kids do at lunchtime now? Because I oh, played yeah. footy twice a day, every, for every day of my life until year nine, ten. Probably we used to play bulldog at lunchtime. That's been banned. Oh, I we love that. We used to play fucking. We used to play American football and basketball and stuff like that, and like majority of that's banned now. 
for safety I reasons? I won't say what we used to play because we'll get cancelled. <laughs> Question for you. Did you used to line up to know like in corridors and stuff? Did you used to have like two lines when people pass through, you push them back and forth? Yeah, of course. Right, good. Because I was gonna say you need to tell me what that is because that's bugging me already. I'll tell you after this, I can't say anyway, we'll get fucking cancelled. Honestly, <laughs> we fucking will, mate. Also, we got up to 80th in the charts this week. Well, let's yeah, say fucking thank you very much. 79. Yeah, we, we need we need to get back up then ran, rankings. And it's not about that as such, but you know, it was quite nice when I got an email saying uh, rank history 80th. And I was like, you are? <laughs> it's been two days. We're coming for you. We don't even know, so, I don't know who you are, but we're coming for you. So whoever's been listening and clearly been voting and rating. If, thank if you're still here, then fucking hell. Thank you very much. We'll be... Uh, We'll be covering a lot more. <laughs> it sounds like we're wrapping up here with not even knowing no. it. No, 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 not at all. Uh, but I just wanted to thank people before we forget because without them, there's no point in us doing it. Um, another one that I've seen, uh, as I say, I've just gone through some of the news topics, and I like, I like your opinion and stuff. Yeah, but so, yeah, but you you, you, you fucked me off here because I don't watch the news, so everything you say. All right, fair enough. I'll be pre read it. I'm not even read. I'm just, yeah, I feel but like I, I've literally just I've gone on this morning, all right, on just before we came on here, and I've gone fitness news and just seen what topics are. I feel on. like fucking B Rabbit on eight mile, mate, just freestyling. Come on. Um, Aberdeen, there's a swimming pool that ha- now has to close due, due to energy costs. How fucking bad is that? Or is it shit marketing? Hang on, right? What a, a, a swimming pool has to shut. A leisure center has to close down oh, because of the energy costs. Well, who's in charge of the council's budget? I don't, I don't know. Oh, but well, I just think this. I'm, I'm not sure what I have to what, what to say on that. Like, there's so many things to look into. I just think that real, real and Bristol leisure center fucking the pool's freezing anyway. <laughs> it is. Flip flops and trail just in case you get a fucking needle and bottom of your foot. It's freezing, so I don't, I don't understand. Yeah. And last time I went swimming, which was a bad idea, by the way, it made the, the water was freezing. So, like, they're obviously skimping on the easy bill. So, yeah. I'll be going swimming next week outside and I cannot wait. It's going to be fucking freezing. I cannot wait. Where are you going? I'm going to Center Parks next week, mate. Oh, shit. Sorry. You do keep saying, I keep forgetting. Yeah, we're going to Center Parks next week. So, I'm looking forward to, uh, Seeing what's happening, and uh, I, I hope they've still got the um cold plunge pool there because it's like a little oh, plunge pool, like really, really cold. And last time, first time I went to Center Parks, I went in and I only put my foot in, and I was like, nah, it's too cold. But now I'm a different man. Now I'm a different man, different animal, different animal. Now it's like if I don't do three minutes there, then I've failed. Um. Right, yeah. what have we got next? Yeah. I, I was watching a video. So another little topic that's getting to me, like, I wouldn't say getting to me, but is uh, Turkish drone. Ah, oh, fuck's sake. I don't know, mate. No. All I know is that I see it on a certain person's story and because it's his product, he thinks it's the bollocks. Yeah. Well, it was there was a... Because he's clever as fuck. He's like a leader in the industry and I respect him. So he knows loads more than me. He yeah. literally created it. So like, I'm not, I don't know enough about it. 
if that's it's a natural steroid and i saw a bodybuilder using it to see the difference and what was it good between days one to 30 you can see a huge difference all right okay. between days 60 and 90 his strength just fucking went mad right well i'll take it then um and he was like it's a natural steroid there's there's no things in it and i was like my question is what are you taking before that because you're you don't look like that just off being natural you don't you can take you can take your body to a certain point before it needs to be enhanced to go further 100 percent agree with that natural athletic was it peak you know I, I I think that you can take your body to a certain point until you've yeah. got to... Oh, suck. yeah. You can exhaust your physique. Like, fucking... Everyone knows it's harder to... The bigger you get, the more much you get, the harder it is to put on more. So, like, you see why. Like, if my, if my physique peaked and I was like, is this it? I'd be fuming, mate. <laughs> I'd be fuming. I would. I'd be like, what the fuck is this about? I'd have to get on the steroids. So, like, I, I follow bodybuilders um, and they also want to watch steroids. You know, unless you're going to really compete at a higher level, really make a go of it, like, there's not really much point. Yeah. And I get that. But then I also think, well, hang on, if my peak is shite, yeah. I'm going to like, it's, um, yeah, like, it's... I see where they're coming from, but then you see, I mean, I see, you, you can tell people on the juice straight away, I seen one last night. And what annoys me, going back to what you said before, that like, couple's chain, and I had a story on that, which I'm going to go into now. I saw a lad making his beard uh, standing military press. And I was just like, what the, what's the fucking knee? Like, no, like, she's in great shape, but she's like, too small. Like, you know, she's just got a small frame. And like, mate, I thought back, I thought her torso was going to just hit the floor and her legs were going to stay upright. I was like, this is fucking horrendous. And I was like, looking at him and thinking, why the fuck? You, you know full well your girlfriend needs a fucking standing military press, mate. What's she going to fucking do that for? But um, I've lost where I was going with that. Oh, juice heads. I see him in the gym. Yeah, like, I've got nothing against it, mate. Unless you lie about it. That just annoys me. He's like, well, why? Just say. Like, it's, it's not... Because you still have to train hard for that physique. Like I know people who took steroids and didn't train, and then they look shit. Like you've still got to train hard. So just be honest with it. But um, it's annoying because like you can almost not train bad, but you can have a shit training plan. You can like have shit form, but you can see results from it. And you also, yeah. even on steroids, you can see results again. So it begs the question of like when you say you've got a lad there teaching his beard how to RDL, like he might be in great shape, mate. But like he might do it wrong, but yeah. he still has a little bit of work done on what his glutes and hams. But it's the point of like it could be better and it can prevent injury. Like that's what people should look for. Like if you're, let's say you're, what's like a dangerous exercise? So let yeah, let's say you're fucking military pressing right. When that is when you're standing up right, you've got a barbell lifting it over your head. You can do that very very poorly, and you still see some results yeah but you could also just go onto a seated shoulder press do that really 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 well probably won't look as strong because you're not shifting a fucking barbell above your head but you will see a dramatic increase in your muscle growth and like i, I think people just don't understand that 
No, they don't understand the alternatives could actually be better. Oh, they don't. And like people don't understand that you can see results from training, like say with less than optimal form and stuff like that. But you should always strive for it to be more optimal because you'll get more optimal results. Like if you got big from a shit training program and like maybe shit form, like fair enough, mate, you've done well. But just yeah. imagine how much bigger you could have got. And even in less time, if you'd followed like you know a more well thought out program and just executed your reps a little bit more. So, like there is that too, that what people got to understand that just because they're big, they might not be fulfilling their potential. You never know, they could be they could realistically have been twice the size if they had done things a little bit more sensibly. And that's what people need to understand. And just because someone's in shape doesn't mean that they're good with knowledge. No, fucking hell no. Jesus Christ, I know some right idiots who are big. That was, I'd never say that to their face because they, they would swat me. But you're Tri-CD. They're, no. they're not blue belts. Well, the thing is, right, well, this is what I, this is my thought process. Like, because some people have less knowledge, they're not exposed to the alternatives and they don't really care. So they'll be like, they won't give a fuck if they're doing a, ch- a chest press and it's fucking, their shoulders are going to fall off. They'll just be like, oh, I'm just going to lift as much as I can. And in that respect, it's like, yeah, fucking they're lifting a lot of weight. Yeah, they'll probably get big from it, but they have no care or thought process about what damage it could be doing or if it could be better. Whereas if you made me put a 40 kilogram dumbbell on either hand and bench it, um, I would straight away be thinking like, this is fucking bad for my shoulders. I'm not going to get a good enough pump on my chest. I'm not going to get as much reps. So already I've got a thought process there and it's not going to be as good. Whereas somebody who hasn't got that thought process, who doesn't give a fuck, will just go and do it. So like, it's it's one of them, like I, you have to sit somewhere on that line that you can't be overly critiqued about it, but you just can't ignore it. And I think that's why a lot of people struggle. There's also the the notion of, um, people calling for PBs when there's no range of motion, and it's because you've seen it a little. I see a lot. Um, I I spend quite a lot looking at inspiration. Leg press is the best one, it. Leg press is the best one. Even um, chest press or squats, even like not every person needs to do a barbell squat. Not every person needs to do it. And oh, God, don't get me going on this now because you only just start talking. Don't take over again. And some, and you see people like PB need to work on depth, so it's not a PB then. Work on the depth, then start fucking putting weights on. There's yeah. that. And if someone is struggling, if someone's got bad, let's say hip movements or anything like that, and you're looking for PBs, then you've got bigger fucking issues. Like, yeah, sort the I- fucking problem out first because I see it quite often where people are like PB need to work on depth, especially personal trainers with their clients. PB needs to work on depth. No. Welcome, depth, then get a PB. Yeah, that, that just means my client's got shit form. I'm yeah. Call that yeah, you may as well say heavyweight shit form. You may as well just say that. It'd be a lot easier. I remember that certain PT who was doing deadlifts with a client and it was fucking hard. I nearly had to reply to it, but he's massive, so I thought it would fucking like swap me. Same with the barbell, using the barbell. Uh, I, don't, the- I don't believe anyone should use a barbell unless it's for a hip thrust, but you've got to learn how to do that first or an RDL. Any other movement, mate, fuck. Unless you're a powerlifter. Let's go back to what you said about the squat, mate. Unless your your main goal is to improve your squat, fucking hell, don't even bother. There's yeah. no point. There's no fucking point. Uh, yeah. And also on the depth thing, like a lot of people don't even know where the depth are. No. People just think depth, I just need to get as low as I can. Well, no, not really. Um Going out of your, if you're going like if your hips are going out of their active range of motion, 
my you might my, like you work on that like if my i might be able to get 90 degrees like if you imagine my if you imagine i'm stood up and i squat i'm at 90 degrees that might be as far as i can go it might be before that yours might be lower than that so like that's your depth there's no set depth on the squat it's back it's judged by you same the leg press you might be able to move the leg press two inches down and your back is fucking pulling itself off the pad it's like oh there's your depth i might be able to get my knees to my chin like it's all it's subjective in it. Like people that PTs don't even fucking know that. I've mm-hmm. seen people with their clients on leg presses, mate, and they co- they get to the bottom of the movement. There's a back, there's a gap like this big between the pad and their back. I'm like, well, that's not safe, is it? Because their back's the back isn't braced, the spine's not braced, pelvis isn't secure. Same with um incl- chest press or inclined chest press when they do this, there's little yeah. just movement. Again, depth on that, mate. Everyone's depth on that's different. Like I I'll admit. A lot of people either go too shallow or too deep to the point where like the dumbbells will be too on their chest. Like, I I can't get it that low without my shoulders. Um, what's the word? Is like internally rotate. Yeah, no, my shoulders get involved, and then I'm starting to aggravate my shoulders. Yeah, so yeah. like my my depth on my press isn't actually that low. But like people, some people might look at it and be like, "Fucking, I got shit depth." So you have to be careful with that. It's like, well, yeah. no, I haven't got shit depth. That's that's my active range of movement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, then, you know what you mean? Like some people are just fucking stupid and just literally like two inches. It's like, well, come on, mate. PB, PB, bro. I'm like, no, I don't think it is. Don't no. think it is. Unless you're Honestly. doing like quarter out, quarter, quarter. Hey, I can fucking pick up 50 kilogram dumbbells and shift them two inches and call it a PB, but it's fucking not because I can't get this, I can't get the right depth unless I've got a 30 kilogram. Yeah. I can I can incline press thirty kilograms on each side for like what six reps with proper depth. Could I go to thirty five? Yes. Would I get the same depth? No. Is there any point? No. No. And this I mean, is what I mean. it goes down to ego lifting, then, doesn't it? Yeah, um, and I can see why people get it. Goes literally goes back to what I said. Where people just haven't got that thought process. Yeah. They don't yeah. Give shit about the whole could get injured, not get any re- waste. And people will out. Sorry, I'm getting mixed up a bit. So I would see that as a wasted set, me. It's um, wasted energy, mate. It's a wasted set. Why the fuck would you try and get a PB with shit form, shit depth, whatever, shit fucking range of motion, whatever you want to call it? That's a waste of your energy. You're so much better off just having, ticking all them boxes, get a decent set in, and going home. Yeah, enjoying yourself. And I think people do get things complicated quite easily at the moment. There's so much noise out there. There's so much things to complicate and people... What, like I sent a thing to you yesterday with uh, Alex and Rosie about doing the, the basics right first before overcomplicating overcompl- stuff. And it goes down to every aspect in life. Yeah, mate. Like I've been bad for it in business-wise where you want the fucking shiny stuff in business. You want this, you want that. Then you're like, what about basics? Let's just nail the basics first and then stripping it all back to actually the basics. Um I think yeah. for some reason people just people just think bait the basics in the gym aren't right. Do you know what I mean? Like I I've given clients programs before, like fucking it'll work like it's basic, it's every single movement you can think of, enough volume on a machine so you don't fuck it up. It'll that'll get you the results you want. And it's like, well, why aren't I doing this? Why why and I hit thrust in the barbell? Because you don't know how. Why are I deadlifting? We don't know how it's not really relevant. Why aren't I doing that? It's like because it's not relevant. It's, it's, it yeah. won't it won't work as well. Like it really won't. Like, what's a good one? Like a goblet squat. I get people ask, can I do a goblet squat? I'm like, well, why? Just go on leg press. Yeah. 
would always just go on the hat squat. They're like, no, no, Robert Scott's better. I said, but it's not, though. <laughs> it's not, that's why it's not in there. Okay, the only time you put a goblet squat in it is if they're too nervous to get anything that requires that sort of movement, which is fair enough. I, I'll, I'll accept that. But when someone's like, oh, yeah, I love the leg press and all that, and then they go, what can I do goblet squats? And I'm like, oh, why? And unless you really enjoy them, obviously do them, but like it's not going to get you. It's basics, isn't it? Like I say, basics always make. Like, look at my program. My program's quite a bit. Well, it was quite basic, but it goes down to confidence levels as well, doesn't it? In the gym, like I'm quite confident in my gym, so I will spend ten minutes setting up a machine. I will like move shit around, benches, cables. Like some people won't, but like you have got to take that into account. It's easy for me to sit here and say basics work, but if you're not confident enough to do the basics, then it's like, yeah, right, okay, there is going to be a change of plan here. So uh, basics not not sexy, is it? No, but, but it make by you look... doing the basics, you get sexy. Yeah, it will. It make you look sexy. I don't make like I said. I've I've I'm in this shape now, better shape than average the average person. I don't fucking touch any barbells, mate. Never have. I thought you were gonna say something else there. Well, I think I was gonna say you were saying about you being sexy, and I was like, oh, here we go. He's gonna he's gonna throw himself out out there for the women. No, not like that, mate. But a little CTA at the end will do. <laughs> Uh, to my so if, if, if you are interested, wait till the end to hear Troy's CTA. That's <laughs> the only way you're going to find out what the CTA is. is wait Relationship CTA. <laughs> I'll try and start putting it in every post. <laughs> yeah, that would be brilliant. That would be brilliant. Then like, I post about me, I'll just put it at the end. You know yeah, for relationship slots. <laughs> in, our, in our WhatsApp group the other day, in, the, in my um, client's WhatsApp group, they were all wanting to do Tough Mudder. Why? I don't know. Someone just suggested, listen, let's do Tough Mudder. And like everyone's like, yeah, fucking let's go, let's go. So I think you should get your clan. I'll get my clan and we'll uh, we'll meet at Tough Mudder. Oh, no, I'm not doing that shit. I was meant to do it once. Never done no, I was bailing it, mate. You know when you book things in like when you're excited? <laughs> fucking booked to do it in London. <laughs> I'm not driving to London. I booked it knowing full well I wouldn't drive there. I'm fucking stupid. Paid for it all. Didn't you do that with with IFS as well? Uh, Lisbon? Yeah. Yeah, but, well, there's a better story here because we went to London, didn't we, before yes. it? Like, before we knew about London and London was shit. I thought, I'm not fucking flying to Portugal to go to a shit event. Fair enough. I don't, mate, it, I don't I don't rate that sort of clan anymore, if I'm honest. Yeah. It's we, safe. Um... Same shit all the time. Like, remember Sean? Um, not anyone going to know Sean, so I can say him. But he came away. He's quite well versed in business, probably more so than us. Well, probably a lot, probably definitely more so than us. Um, and he was like, I didn't really learn anything new there. I was like, well, neither yeah. did I. It was it was a couple of bits where like, oh, it was like- inspiring. Like that, like, I won't lie, it was inspiring. But that's what when like sort of the high dropped down, you got away. You come away. I was like, well, hang on, what did I even fucking learn there? Yeah, what were the key points? Um, I can't, can't remember. Follow me, me, fuck all, that was one. For me, it was uh, all about email marketing, but then no one taught us how to email market. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah do email marketing, how to do that? Well, can I go find that yourself? Well, hang on, mate, I'm paid to be here. Oh, tell yeah. me. Um, but like I say, it was a good day out sort of thing. Do you know I mean, I enjoyed the day out. Oh, I, know. I loved it, mate. I've seen a lot of people. Like I say, obviously met like fucking James Smith and that, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And no, from there, I joined Paul Moore's course and stuff as well. So, yeah, Paul met uh, Chris Williamson, 
I met with a guy and his uh, girlfriend, who, well, his wife, actually, who I know from Paul's programme, which is good, met Phil Graham. And yeah. I sat with him at the bar. I fucking it was that weird. I, sat, yeah. I just stood there. He stood there. He goes, all right, lad. Yeah, you. You sat here to go on. Um, the only thing I do regret is that we didn't stick around for Mark Coles's um, talk. I like Mark Coles. Yeah. And you know what? Him. You mentioned it being a weird conversation. I was stood with Paul Mark talking um, about joining on his course. Um, and um, Al, Alan Barrett walked up to us. I know that name. So the owner of Grenade. That's it. And he was chatting. And it was a weird few minutes of st- standing there with him and Paul Mort. It was just like... Surreal. The other day, he was picking what helicopter he was going to get. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like... He was chatting in the IFS. He was like, because Dylan was taking a piss, he was taking a piss out of Dylan. You know, Dylan was taking a piss out of his trainers. And he was like, you can take the piss out of my, all my, all my trainers all you want. But the other day, I was picking which color helicopter to have. What were you doing? And it's one of the best comebacks I've ever had. Like, I was like, there's nothing, is it? You can spend a thousand quid on a pair of trainers, but what helicopter? Not bad. But yeah, no, it was good. Um, but I obviously understand why he didn't go to Lisbon. It was the same reason why I didn't go. Yeah, um, I don't know. Portrayed I'm more part- towards the party side, wasn't it? Yeah, but I'm not a party man, so same as me. I'm a. I can, you, you would you probably find this hard to believe, but I'm quite a quiet person um, in certain places, and I think over there I would just be. It's it's just not my scene. Yeah, not, like so like as much as I'd like to go, I know full well that I would. I know I would have enjoyed it, but it's like it wasn't enough for me to be like. Yeah, fucking let's go. I'm a, I'm a nerd, mate. I love learning. Like, I fucking really, really like learning. So, like, for me, going there, I can just get pissed. Like, that just doesn't fucking interest me. I want to learn things. Yeah. Um, obviously, like I said, I would have, but I just couldn't see it. Like, I couldn't I couldn't see what what would have been different from the... Like, totally different this time around than the last time. It's your soul on the party and the fact that you probably will meet your, your favourite Instagram, uh, like... Yeah, people, which is star mate. I love that. I think it's great, but it just wasn't really something that resonated with me. If they invited you to talk, there would you do it? Yeah, fucking right. I would, of course, I would. Why wouldn't I? I'd be shitting myself. I'd like to, mate. But what the fuck? What have I done in my life to talk about nothing? Not yet, anyway. Oh, yeah. Okay. I want to go on a. I'm going to make a bold claim here. I want to go on direct CEO, but I can't figure out what I need to do to get there. Do you know what I mean? Okay. I imagine there's a lot of people who think who say if you want to go on that podcast, but I think. They just had Lewis Capaldi on, so why would they want me on? I applied to do a TED Talk. You applied to do one? Applied to do one in March last, last Isn't year. Isn't the whole point of doing a TED Talk that you do it, not apply to go and... No, you've got to apply. That's fucking shite. Um, I was going to do it around gambling. That's a good one. And talk around the, the weekend the um, addiction side and how much money is currently getting invested into helping people with the addiction. Um, when are you four years free? Is it four or five? Sit down. When are you four or five years free? Four years free on October 15th. And just for anyone who's listening, it's all going on black. It, yeah, I'm, I'm going to take a thousand quid loan and put it all on black. It's all going on black. And me I'll, I'll, all wait till, I'll, I'll wait till 16th though, just to make sure I've got my four year under my belt. And we ain't, we ain't sticking around doing this when he's won. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I'll only um, win. So then, 
on that note, on the 26th of December, I'm going health leather on the ale. So that'll be my career done. Is that your year, yeah, then? So you better. That's my. T- it'll be two years in Christmas. Um, two years. But wow. I, don't, I don't drink. I don't don't want to. No yeah. interest. And the thing is, mate, what I think people just need to do to get over drinking. Like obviously, you can give your opinion on gambling. I I never struggle with gambling. Like I'm quite open about that. So it's hard, not hard to understand, but I can't talk about it. Like yeah. I don't get it. So I'm not going to try. Um, but with like alcohol and that, mate, fucking hell. Like everyone's like, how do you do? How do you do it? So we just stop for like four to five weeks and realize this is so much better. And then you don't do it again. You just you just need that little break. It's like being single, isn't it? Being single's fucking shit. But if you can just, well, at the start, but if you can just ride out for that little bit and just get past that whole, like, oh, I'm single, it's fuck, it is unreal. And like to, to the point where you probably think to yourself, mm, this wouldn't be quite bad, like, you know, for quite a long term thing. Like drinking and single, being single and drinking in that process go hand in hand. You just need that time away from it just to realize. Because I reckon, mate, I reckon people don't even know what's going on inside their own heads. I think people are so people caught up because they feel shit. Yeah, but I think people they don't give them they don't give themselves a chance to understand what's actually going on, what they actually want, what they like. Like I think people are just so caught up in the fact that they've either got oh a new fella, new um bird, or they've got work to do, they've got uni, or they're going out drinking. They probably never just take a few weeks, a few months on their own just to sit down and be like, well, what do I really fucking want? What do I actually want to do? Because I reckon a lot of people that live their life reactively, don't they? As we both know. Like, yeah. like whatever happens to them, they'll just do. Oh, that job came up, I'll take that. Oh, this guy said hello to me. Oh, yeah, I'll get with him. Um, oh, my mate's going out on Friday. Oh, fuck it, might as well go on board. So just, yeah, just, I just calm down a little bit. Just have a little bit of a, well, do I actually want to do this? What would I actually want to do instead? Then fucking start doing that. For me, like it was going jiu-jitsu. I always wanted to go to jiu-jitsu, so I started going. Going to the mountains. Uh, so we start going wanted to actually get serious in the gym and stop fucking about albeit it did take a long time for me to get there but I just thought fuck it I can't be arsed fucking that was it for me with drinking I thought I can't be fucking arsed I can't be arsed fucking about anymore like I'm just fucking about like I'm not actually doing anything I want to do. I'm not actually living a life that I want to live I'm not working towards anything and it just took its toll mate it just hit it hit its breaking point and like unfortunately a lot of people hit breaking point but a lot of people just carry on past it would yeah. you agree? Yeah, I think that I've, I've said it before. People will react or make a change when it comes to either desperation or inspiration. So you can either inspire someone to follow suit, or it might be a doctor telling you that it's do or die sort of thing, literally. Um, and I think that people let it, majority of people let it go too far and have the words of the doctor or have the words of doing. Um, family members maybe even telling you you need to stop drinking or whatever um otherwise it's done so yeah i think um a lot of people don't know people don't know what it's like to feel good ah yeah and then they think that feeling good is drinking all weekend feeling anxious feeling depressed waking up monday morning hating the road to work uh, Monday night's going to be shit because you're tired and catching up from the weekend. Your Tuesday is going to be shit because you've not planned. Wednesday, ah, fuck it, it's Wednesday anyway. Thursday, I may as well just go out and have a drink. Friday then, you may as well just carry on. And it's just this vicious cycle. Yeah. People don't actually know, first of all, how to stop it because 
they don't want to stop because they, they I think people are, people are scared of feeling good. People are scared of what actually could happen. Like how good could you feel? Because once you get that feeling of feeling good, you don't want it to stop. And then once you stop drinking, once you stop going out, like I've, I've not been out in Bala on a night out since I think it was December boxing day, seven years ago. I've not been out in Wrexham since maybe a year or two after that. So it's, I've not been out clubbing, if you like, for fucking years. And do you know what? Do I get FOMO of mis- um, not going out with the lads? Not exactly of going out on a night out, but I do from not seeing them. Yeah. But the it's the other way around as well. If you what you've got to think of, when, when once you stop watching grass, and I, I mean, and no one basically what I'm, where I'm getting at is once you stop texting someone, you will soon notice how much you mean to someone if they don't text you back. I see, and I don't if, know how to about that one. Because I, I strongly believe in it because I left the the, um, the lads WhatsApp group a couple of years ago, and oh, okay. and it's a couple of people from 12 15 that have messaged me since, and it makes you think like, how valued were you in that group, and what was your role in that group? It also makes you think how much they value each other in that group now. Do you know what I mean? In what context? Like, if they didn't message you, how fragile are their friendships with each other if they didn't even message you when you left? Um, but I didn't leave on a bad term. It was just like... No, but I, I mean, the fact that you've gone away and done your own thing, they've not spoken to you, like I say, it says to you how much that really mean to them. It's like, well, even the ones still in there, well, how much do they actually mean to each other? Do they just speak to each other because they're in the WhatsApp group? Yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. Um, There's a friendship, that, isn't it? That's sad, that, isn't it? But this is what I mean. And people might be listening to this, be like, they might be going out on weekends with the same group of people every weekend. Who they fucking hate. <laughs> what, what have you, like, Monday to Friday, you bitch about each other. You hate each other. Yeah. And oh, I know loads of people who put up with people just for the sake of the go out. Like, I used to do it. The only thing in common you have. I have like four mates. I used to have about I used to have about four no, fifty mates at safe. I used to have loads of mates. My phone would be going off all the time. I'd be in the I was that person who I walked into the pub, mate. It'd take me an hour to get to the other side because I talked to everyone. Yeah, yeah. We'd be fucking mates. I was just pissed. Yeah. I was just pissed at talking to them. If I'd seen them in Tesco the next day, I'd fucking done the 180 and gone and I'd put my head down. And yeah. I, I I speak to the same four, four or five people every single day, week in, week out. I see the same four or five people like because they're the ones who I know and true mates. Like people, I think, like say, people get scared, like, oh, if I stop doing this, people won't speak to you, blah, blah, blah. Good. If they fucking start speaking to you, then they were never your friend. Like, yeah. And I'm, I'm sorry, like, that's just the way it is. I think it's sad that some people, the only thing they've got in common is getting drunk and forgetting the night out together. Yeah, that's not, mate. That's just I would common. much rather go out for, for a meal, go out and do something where it's actually memories rather than just fucking... That's a good test. It's a good test. Can you go for a coffee or a meal and have a chat with this person just one on one? If you can't, that's a good indicator that they're probably you're probably not good friends. Yeah, hundred percent. People I speak to, like I said, them four or five people, I can go and see them one on one. Like, and I doesn't bother me. Like, we can just chill. But yeah. then there are some people who I could not think of anything worse. Yeah. No, I get you. I'm hundred percent with you. But like, and it's the same thing. I've recently what been met three or four of my mates for a coffee or drink or fucking we went up we went up fucking walking up snowden 
you know I mean? And you can't do that with everyone because it'd fucking bore the life out of you. Oh, yeah. Pay attention to the conversations you have with people. And if they don't That's inspire you, then... Pay attention. Pay attention to the fucking people what the conversations you have. I don't ring you and bitch about my friends. I don't ring you and bitch about my family or bitch about my clients. I never bitch about my clients, to be fair. I ring you and talk about business. Yeah. I talk about fitness. I talk about jiu-jitsu. Um, funny enough, you should say this right. I mean, not, I can't say his fucking name. Sheila Booth. Sheila Booth, yeah. He did a podcast with John Berthnell, is it? Is that how you say it? I've seen clips of this on a motivation TikTok thing. It's unreal, mate. Like, it's, I always thought he was a bit of a knob. I still think he's a knob because I'm sure he's up for sexual abuse or eight domestic abuse allegations with his ex-bird. So allegedly, I think, allegedly. Before well, we yeah, I was say, I'm not going to do Johnny Heard and Madep sort of thing. Like, I still, you know, I'm not, not, pay, I'm not convicting anyone, but still it's a bit like, I'm still not so sure about him. But he was like, he has a group of friends now. He said, like, we don't talk shit. So if we don't talk about football, we don't talk about beer. He says, like, you'll see his mate and he'll say something to like, will you want us all day today? And he'll be like, no. He said, well, who wouldn't you want us with? And he'll tell him. He says, right, then we'll talk about that. And then we'll talk about, like, how they're acting, how they're feeling, like, how to be better, like, sort of things. Like, we don't fuck around with, like, small talk and stuff. So we talk about, you know, serious, deep stuff that makes us feel better. And it was like, wow. If I say, if I fucking ask one of my mates, I'm going to contradict, I'm going to completely contradict myself now. If I ask one of my mates, if you've been honest all day today, they tell me to fuck off. Yeah. But I appreciate like I'm different. I'm not, I'm not different. I'm unique in the way I think and the what yeah. things I look at. I, I think people do. I think people look into things like more than they let on. They just don't want to let on. Like I reckon people watch motivational, motivational stuff. They listen to all this shit, but they just feel embarrassed to say, which I don't know why. Yeah. Um, Fucking, I, I could talk I could talk about this shit all day mate all fucking day like anything to do with self-improvement like psychology of people behaviour fitness like I, I, I will sit and talk to you all fucking day about it and I think people can, um, struggle to differentiate from it's one of them where people want to be a part of groups don't they they want to be a part of socially accepted groups yeah it's tribe isn't it like that's normal it's fucking normal everyone wants to be accepted by the tribe like that it's just, I think some people are just in the wrong tribe. And it's what looks cool for social media, isn't it? Oh, I'm going to have to do I'm going to have to explain this to you now, aren't I? No, the, no, hear me out. What I'm thinking, it's fucking great. So People, people hear me out on this one. People first. mistake their real life for a real life. What does that mean? So people, people are mistaking their real life for yeah. Instagram reels and stuff don't yeah, know, like, yeah of course man I've got to explain that to you has really upset me and well fucking hell when you said the reel I thought it meant like aerial aerial I thought what the fuck was like a bird's eye view I thought what the fuck does that mean but I've said this on a I've said that I'm sure I said this on one of the podcasts maybe the one we didn't put out but like nobody fucking posts a selfie when they wake up in the morning on Tuesday Nobody posts a selfie when they're in the back room crying because their boss is fucking giving them a hard time. Nobody, I never posted a selfie on the building site when I fucking had a metal pin in my hands and I fucking hit in the ground with it because I was so stressed out with my job. I never posted that and people don't, but yeah. I've done it before as well. I've done it before as well. Like I've gone on people's accounts and just thought, Ibiza, Greenfields, um, the lakes, where else do people go? Marbella, um, the Guild, Chester, like, it's like every post is some of that. I'm like, you're posting like once every three weeks, these things. Like, what are you doing in between? Like, I'd rather know what you're doing in between. Like, when I'm speaking to someone, whether it's a boy, whether it's a girl, whether it's about fucking fitness, whether it's about fucking a bit more than that, like, 
I don't give a, I don't want to know what your highlight is on the weekend. I want to know what you do on a fucking Wednesday night. Yeah. I want to know what you what you do when like the cameras are off. Like I don't fucking care. Like, everyone goes out. Going out's fucking boring. Everyone goes to Greenfields, mate. Everyone goes to like beef. That's fucking boring. What do you do in your spare time? What do you watch in your spare time? Like, that's what I want to know about people. I, like, I, I used to be that person. Uh, I probably did to an extent as well, but like now I just fuck. I've been to Creamfields three times, been to Ibiza twice, been I've done I all that. I switched off to it. If someone says sort of to Ibiza about Ibiza to me, I'm just like, mate, I don't fucking care. Same with Creamfields, mate. I'm just, I'm not I, my 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 thing. Tell me what you do on a fucking Wednesday night. That's what I want to know because that's where the real thing is, mate. Isn't it? What what do you do when it's just you on your own? Because that's you. Going to Creamfield isn't the thing. Like, everyone goes there. 80,000 people go to Creamfield. You're not the same as 80,000 people. You all do something different on a Wednesday. So if anyone's watching, right, anyone's listening, send me what you do on a Wednesday evening. I want to know. Yeah. yeah. And you know what? It's, it's one of them as well where the, and I'll speak about this in a couple of weeks when we do my, uh, I'll do a, an episode with a gambling um, we'll we'll have a bit of a dig deep on it, and I will go into this because I was the per I was that person who was putting out on my obviously on my old page where I was going to Creamfields when I was going fucking Ibiza when I was doing all this, but in between that that's when I was fucking struggling the most. Exactly. Yeah. See, how did I forget? How did I forget about this? That's me. I I guarantee that like, this whole like. Living the best life, I'm gonna, I'm gonna upset a few people now. People are gonna think I'm just bitter. No, no, no. I'm, I know what you're gonna say. And I'm I'm happy. <laughs> like this, living your best life, like it's so obvious for me anyway. I think it's so, it's gonna sound contradictory because I post all the time, but I don't. I use social media for putting out content to help people. Like I don't use it to fucking put my best bits on, even though I do every now and again. Um, I think the best way to see that somebody is struggling is that they're out every weekend, they're out for food all the fucking time, they're on holiday 24-7, and, like, their feed is just built up with that. Like, I honestly, like, that It might sound stupid. Like, obviously, there's going to be fucking outliers, isn't there? There's going to be people who just, that, that's just their life, like, obviously, but we all know that's not everyone. But if you're, like, it's just, like, Thursday to Sunday, you're out eating, you're out drinking, you're always doing something like that, like, that's, for me... That's when I think someone's struggling because that's what I was doing when I was struggling. Now that I'm not struggling, I can quite happily sit on my laptop until 10 at night working. I can happily spend a Friday night watching a fucking film. I can happily go for coffee on a Saturday afternoon and not do anything at night. It was when I was really struggling deep down was when I was going on more holidays than I would, when I was eating more, out more, when I was drinking more. And like, it's, it's like... It's just a good thing Jordan Peterson says, mate. It's like living your best life isn't um, like drinking margaritas on the beach because that's a very minute part of your life. Yeah. It's like that living your best life is how your partner greets you at the door because that's every day. It's what you talk about over breakfast. It's how your kids look, uh, speak to you. Like that's yeah, that's living your best life, like not fucking going on holiday. Like that's that's such a small part of it. Like I can tell you now, like sipping cocktails on the beach sounds like a fucking nightmare to me. <laughs> fucking, you know fucking does, mate. Even even when people are people go on holiday, there's a certain point where like I can't wait to go home now. Oh mate, every time, every time, every the minute like your your minute, the minute you land, you're like I want to go home now. 
Sometimes, yeah. I, get I do get like that sometimes. But um, the minute I know I'm going home, I'm just like, I want to be at home. Now. So I'm not, like, a few days leading up to... It's very rare, like, I'm being honest, this might sound fucking depressing, but I've been to a lot of countries. Like, I've done a lot of travelling. I've, I've been loads of places, mate. Um, but it was very rare for me to get depressed about going home. Genuinely. Like, I was like... Because you plan... Humans crave routine. Human crave familiarity. Yeah. They crave their people around them. Like so, I've never been that guy. that's like fucking crying at the airport. Like, oh no, I don't want to come home. Even that, I think that's bollocks when people put that on. Like everybody wants to come home. Why would you not want to be? Well, sorry, unless your home life is in a bad state, which I do apologise if that's you, but that, that, that's not me. Like I didn't have that. So, but I, I like being at home. Mate. I like where I live. I, I see my friends, see my family, see my dog. So uh, I went on a big tangent there, didn't it? Yeah, um, I've just been fucking moaning this whole time. But, but on that point where you were talking about the highlight reel, like there was points. I, hate it. I fucking hate it. I'm sorry. Like I'm just gonna plug it. I do. It fucking winds me up because I. It only winds me up because it's happened to me. Like I've been sucked into it. I've been on people's. I've been like, exactly, oh, this person yeah. must be really cool. This person's does loads that are so interesting, and then you meet them. And I'm just like, wow, you're fucking dull, aren't you? Yeah. But you can't have a conversation. You're in Dubai. Ours oh, now on Dubai. You're in Dubai. You're in Ibiza. You're in like Marbella. You're out all the time. You with other people. You're uh, drinking. You're out on food. You must be so fun. And then meet them. Just like you are fucking boring. You've got nothing to say. What That's... do you do? What do you do on a Wednesday evening? Tell me. It's like, <laughs> well, this is the thing. I go out and get pissed on a Wednesday. I was telling. I was this sort of thing. It's like on my old page. I would be in like. Everywhere I'd be going to Creamfields, I'd be going to Ibiza, going to Zanti, going to fucking, I'd be out constantly. But I never, ever, ever posted me fucking crying when I get fucking declined a fucking payday loan because I wanted to put a bet on. Not once did I put that on. And once again, we'll go deeper into that in a couple of weeks, but not once did I post that. Not once did I post the fucking. The phone call when I, I was on the phone to my mum crying, fucking telling them what I'd done, what happened, and fucking where I was at when I was fucking pissed and struggling, fucking setting alarms at three in the morning to bet on corners in the Argentina league. Do you know what I mean? I didn't post that in my stories. Exactly. I posted, I posted the fucking I posted the fucking Saturday afternoon when we were having Grey Goose and fucking Ibiza. Oh mate, of course. I, 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 do. Do. I mean that's what the lads do. That's what that's what makes you a lad, isn't it? I would put on, uh, I'd put on a story of me out and about again, you know, in a local bar, getting pissed, having a good time. I wouldn't put a selfie up when I walked in through the door at seven in the morning. I was in bed, fucking crying myself to sleep. Never mm. done that. No, <laughs> I never posted that. People don't know that I used to do that, and the people who did used to know how to do that didn't know what the fuck to say, didn't know what to do. Yeah, I, I saw a very good fucking thing on Instagram yesterday about this actually. Ah, fucking! I wish I saved it. I was going to share it to be honest, but I don't like. I don't mind talking about it on here, but I don't want really want that to be part of my profile yet. Like I'm not ready for that side of my life to be uncovered. It's still too, it's still too close to me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But anyway, it was like that mate who is struggling. That mate who doesn't know what's wrong with them. They desperately want to stop drinking. They want to stop getting on the bags. They want to stop spending all the money they want to stop being up all night they want to stop feeling like shit on a Monday morning it's like the worst thing that you're doing to them is asking them to come out like oh what are you doing tonight mate do you want to go for a pint it's like if they're your mate 
that you need to be the one. It goes back to what we said before, like you need to be the one who's, are you okay? What's going on? Not can I help? Because you probably can't, but like, you know, what can I do? Not like encouraging that behavior, like to go for a pint. It's uh, I know, like I know when people I know people who struggle, um, but you can't. It, it it's contradictory. I'm going to contradict myself again here, and you'll find that if you do actually listen to this, I contradict myself quite a lot because I'm quite I'm quite open minded. I I do see things from both sides. Yeah, can be a good and a bad thing. It's a good thing because I'm open to other ideas, but it's bad because it it's hard for me to formulate an opinion sometimes. Yeah. Um, but I have completely forgot what I was saying, so I'm going to just let that one go oh sorry you can't help people who don't want to be helped no. do you know what I mean so I can say that I can say you shouldn't text your mate this blah 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 but if they're not willing to get help or we're not willing to tell you then not much you can do like I know mate I've got I know people who are struggling with alcohol and stuff struggling with money but they're not changing but they're doing the same thing yeah. like do you know what I mean they're not making any change it's not a knowing problem though is it it's a doing problem yeah, and it's just I think like some people just don't know you better, like, and it takes for me anyway because I want I wanted to stop drinking for years, mate. Um, it just it takes until you're in enough pain, doesn't it? Like it's that classic saying, it really does. You're not going to make that change until you're in enough pain. No, not definitely. And that, that's, nobody. We like to think we live in the perfect world, but nobody's proactive with this shit, mate. People don't stop drinking just in case they develop an alcohol problem. People stop drinking because they've got an alcohol problem. Yeah, Same yeah. gambling. You don't just stop gambling because they go, this might be taking the piss. You stop gambling when it's fucking ruining your life. Do you know what? I mean? you know what? You know what? I'm going to, um, as I say, I'm going to fucking go in on gambling adverts on the, uh, the podcast when we do it. But what? when the fun stops, stop. Sound. That, that, that worked a treat, mate. Cheers. Just say it again. When the fun stops, stop. That's it. That's all I needed to hear. When I was deep in fucking debt, that's all I needed to hear was when the fun stops, stop. Are you taking a fucking piss? And yeah. the, problem is, the whole reason you're in that situation is because you don't know when the fucking fun stops. The fun doesn't exactly. stop. Exactly. Um, the fun, the fun doesn't stop. It's also the fucking the amount of adverts and stuff like that. It's ridiculous. For someone who's trying to would trying to recover and stuff like that, and having the amount of adverts and stuff that are on sports and stuff at the moment, it's like half time, bang, first goal scored, bang, this. And I'm like, fucking hell, how do people and I get these big companies have got fucking legions and sponsors and stuff with them, but it's a fucking joke. It's fucking I, I like that what you said there about when the fun stop stops. Uh, when the fun stops stop. Julian Peterson, who I'm gonna quote again and butcher it again. His thing on that, he did the video on alcohol, which should we do that whole link in the show notes? Um, but he was basically saying, like, if you're the guy who, when the party's stopping, people are going home, you're still sat at the end of the bed with a bottle of fucking whatever drinking it, wanting to carry on. He was like, you you have a fucking problem, a real bad problem. And that was me, mate. That yeah. was all. That was always me. People, I mean, mate, say to me, like, just go home after. We used to go to a local bar, but that one well, still do, really. But I don't drink. Um, why don't you just go home after it? We do. I'm like, <laughs> Like, you don't understand. To the fun doesn't stop. I used to go to rail on my own, mate. I, I just got on my own. I'll fuck you, I'm coming. The fun isn't stopping. It only stopped when I couldn't take anymore. And I'd have, I'd have to go home. But like, yeah. they did the test, didn't they? Um, Jordan Peterson. They like, I can't remember what they measured. Like, sat, they measured something. Like, they strapped people up to whatever it is, started giving them alcohol. And they were like, 
test and see how they react to it. It's like psycho. Some people are getting a bit, I think he called it psychoactive with it. Like it was right. triggering in them where they'd get, you know, when you see the lad who's fucking hilarious, like, let's go after a drink and that, like they was, they were measuring that. And the people whose levels of whatever this was, which I should have researched before this, um, a higher risk of you know developing alcohol related problems that was me mate like it's fucking scary after a pint mate i wouldn't be like chilled out metal. i'd be fucking raring to go yeah like, raring to go i remember once i had a pint in the golf club uh, after work i was meeting my mates in town after it i never have road rage never have in my life I had a pint and because there was traffic and it was causing me to like have more time between and my next pint i was going fuck i've i've I was going fucking mental. I was beeping. I was fucking hitting the dashboard. I was like shaking a lot, shouting at people because I just wanted to go get in the pub and just start getting on it. It is, yeah. it's, it's fucking mad, mate. And like, yeah, I'm just glad for all intensive purposes that at the ripe old age of 25, I saw the light because a lot of people get to 50 and that's where your midlife crisis comes in. A lot of people never get there and then they live a life of why the fuck did I do that? Because alcohol doesn't just affect you, it affects everyone around you. And that's it, selfish, mate. I'm going to fucking put out there, selfish. If you're someone who gets pissed all the fucking time, you're selfish because you're ruining your life and you're ruining everyone else's life around you. Wow. On yeah. that note, I'm not even going to add on. On that note, I think uh, that concludes today's episode. Yeah, do you reckon? I think so. Like, why? Fucking old water. Fucking sorry, everyone. I don't know what the fuck's got into me today. You've won the beast. Like, it's just only passion. Office as well, passion, so. What it is, it's passion. And it's because the only reason I say these things, people, if you are listening, I, I need to stop saying that. I've said about four times now. Is because I've been there, man. It's taught from experience. I'm talking from, when I'm talking about these things and getting passionate, I'm pitching what I was like in my head. Like that story I just told you about the golf club, I was pitching it. I was there. Do you know what I mean? I'm not. I'm not preaching to the fucking choir. I'm I'm talking from experience, man. Somebody went through the trenches, ran through no man's land, and got on the other side. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Thank you very much. We will be back with an episode next week. Uh, we'll be we'll, we'll recording it on Friday. And then we will uh, upload it. Next be good. Week. I'll have more coffee and it'll be Friday. Despite not drinking, I still get a Friday feeling. So. Get fucking ready. Might we might have a bit more fun on this one, so I don't. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll come up with some topics that are fun, and Troy's actually going to look at topics, not just fucking turn up and. So I don't uh, don't just start shouting at people. Yeah, um, but yeah, all all in all, um, yeah. Hope you all have a good week, and um, we'll be back next week with an episode. Once again, if you have any questions and stuff, do drop us uh, an email or message us on Instagram or whatever. But other than at that, coaching. and at getting out his coaching. Um, I think we should uh, at one point we'll have to do an um Instagram for the podcast. I think you know, a what an Instagram for the podcast to let more. Oh right, yeah, we'll, we'll get there. We'll we'll let more people know about it then. Um, yeah. but when we get round to that, we will um we will let it's you all about the progress. Remember, yes, we'll get it on YouTube today, and we'll get it on um Anchor. Um, onto Spotify and Apple and all that but other than that all good any last words of wisdom wisdom Troy what was the call to action oh, if you are somebody who is sick of spending your Wednesday evenings alone um, 
DM me the word jujitsu and I'll give you a lift to our no gi class and I will kick fuck out of you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited there. I was like, oh, he's going to offer to us. Yeah. Do, you, do you think I was going to ask someone to be third? <laughs> no. Just come to do jitsu with me. Um, I'll give you a black eye. Um, <laughs> all the lads there will give you a black eye too. We don't encourage uh, fucking um, fucking abuse, domestic abuse at home, by the way. No, only on the mats. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to uh, put this out there now. There's a jiu-jitsu club in Portsmouth, Jimmy Johnson, uh, sick guy. His like club motto is all violence, no mercy. <laughs> fuck. I saw that on the back of his skin. I thought, fucking hell, this, man, this guy means business. Loved it. All yeah. violence, no mercy. That's my quote for today. Awesome. <laughs> right, it's been awesome. And yeah, we'll see you next week. All right, sure.